Ask not. I have a dream. Violence breeds violence. Repression breeds retaliation. And only a cleansing of our whole society can remove this sickness from our souls. Tear down this wall. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You may even get tired of winning and you'll say, please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it. Hello, boys and girls. I join you today on what is World Suicide Prevention Day, September 10th. And while that is not a focus of this episode, I I do want to do that at a future date, episode focused on depression and suicide, but I'm not quite prepared for that heavy of an episode today. I did want to mention that it is Suicide Prevention Day and to suggest that anyone out there that you feel is in need of just a a friendly gesture or just, you know, let those people that you care about know that you care and that you're there for them and you're an open ear. You never know who's who's fighting that and um, who's dealing with their own inner battle. So it's never a bad thing to just mention it and just to let them know that you're there. That won't always make a difference, but it is nice for people to know that you care about them. Also, there's a lot of charities out there that do great work with suicide prevention. So if you are in the means financially to donate, I encourage you to do that, especially on a day like today. One great example of a charity that you could donate to is To Write Love on Her Arms. That's a suicide prevention charity that does great work around the world. And like I said, I suggest that if you have the money, just throw, throw some of your cash that way, get it going. So on with the show. I've been doing a lot of volunteering lately. Well, a lot. I'm not Mother Teresa by any means, but I've started volunteering again. I used to do it years ago, but I've definitely fallen off over the years. I always maintained the financial donations, but I haven't really been hands-on with any kind of donating. And thanks to uh, someone special that's close to me that's kind of pushed me into it, I've been actually donating my time instead of just financially. And I've seen a lot of positive reflection within myself. I'm really enjoying the experience and getting to see in the community how many different people need help. Um, hoping to continue doing it and make a habit as well as some of the other things that I've talked about recently that I've been trying to make positive changes in my life. I encourage all of you guys to, if you have any kind of time, and let's face it, we all have some free time that we're not using properly. Get out there and volunteer. I, I um, got to take part in an event this past weekend with Maltrotter Ministries uh, about homelessness in the community. We just went around doing a flash mob, handing out different booklets that talked about the homeless community in Grand Rapids area. Newsflash, there's homeless people everywhere out there in the United States including in your community. And it doesn't take much to become homeless. Sometimes it's just one little misstep or one thing that was out of your control and it starts a uh, cascade that causes homelessness. So reach out and see what you can do in your community. Uh, Another great charity that I got to work with actually today was uh, Kids Food Basket in Grand Rapids. We helped pack some lunches. And to hear about the 
food instability problem in the community was uh, pretty eye-opening. I knew that there were a lot of people in poverty, but to hear the sheer numbers of kids that don't have access to just a stable dinner really, it, it shocked me to, to hear that much and to hear that there's that many kids going to sleep hungry at night was um, it was really sad. So hopefully you can get out there and, and do some of that that kind of work. I'm I'm hoping to look more into seeing what there is in Nuevo County with such charities. They didn't have a, a kids' food basket, but I'm gonna look more into seeing what types of programs there are up here to help with that food instability problem. And hopefully, you know, continue getting pushed into some of these great volunteer opportunities in the near future. In regards to you know these new things, I've I've been trying to say yes to new adventures and to trying things that I necessarily wasn't before. Another uh, example of that is I on Sunday I decided to go to a UFO signaling class with a guy named Dr. Ron. Some of my friends were going and uh, asked if I wanted to come. And it was definitely an eye-opening experience in a different regard. I enjoyed the class. He cried several times, which was surprising. But the fact that he was that connected on the subject and felt that strongly about the fact that uh, he had contacted aliens and they had contacted him back was quite interesting. He had a lot of different views on why the aliens were interacting with humans. He called them human as well, which I didn't get to ask him exactly what he meant by that. I hope to actually go to another course just to learn more about it. Not, I didn't believe it completely, but I did find it entertaining. And I'm actually going to uh, hopefully go here in the near future to try signaling to the UFOs, maybe see something that, that uh, I can't explain or see something that actually makes it uh, seem more real. I enjoyed the people that were in the course almost as much as I did with the subject matter. A lot of interesting folks come to a UFO signaling meeting. There were about 15 of us there overall. It wasn't a, a huge gathering or anything, but they all had some pretty unique stories, and it was definitely a thoroughly fun experience um, that I'm glad I went to, so I was glad I said yes to it. In regards to saying no or a negative thing. Uh, I wanted to touch on the Me Too movement. I haven't really mentioned it here on the podcast in the past. Uh, Overall, I think it's a good thing. I I think rooting out these people that use their power to take advantage of women or children or even some men need to be rooted out and removed from their power. I do feel like there's a lot of missteps when it came to the Me Too movement. I don't think that categorizing all of these issues into one and making them one blanket thing was a smart idea. There's a a wide variety between somebody that just spoke to you in a way that you're not comfortable with up to people like Harvey Weinstein that, you know, used his power to essentially rape women. And I think grouping those all together actually muddied the waters to an extent and made it harder to root out some of those really evil people. Speaking of that, Aziz Asari, a comedian that had been called out for a date gone wrong, it seemed like, that had then ghosted the girl afterwards, which is just not texting, not calling, was called out 
on, as part of the Me Too movement, I felt like he was one of the furthest examples to the left or to the not as serious category. And he still stepped away. He didn't have any kind of performance or anything after the allegations came out about him. But he finally did come back and started doing comedy this last weekend. He had a sold-out show and seems to be making a positive comeback when it comes to everything. I personally met Aziz Asari on a movie that I had helped with catering with. I felt that he was kind of an asshole. He was very very dry to everybody backstage. He was rude to his uh, PA, his personal assistant that was on the set that was provided to him. He was very um, diva-like, but on that regard, I don't... Whatever has come out about him thus far has been very minuscule in regards to any kind of negative effect that he forced on anybody. I, From what I've read on both accounts, it was a date that they went out, they went back to her place, fooled around for several hours, uh, performed oral sex on each other, and then she decided after the fact that she didn't like how the situation was handled, he was kind of an asshole and then didn't call back or anything, and then came out sometime later with the allegations. So I feel like that is a bad example of somebody that would come forward with Me Too, and then all the way up, like I said, to the Harvey Weinsteins. Uh, One that fell kind of in the middle for me was Louis C.K. He uh, would masturbate in front of people that were below him in projects and stuff. He did always ask, but he was in a position of authority that I could understand why women wouldn't feel right about. So it was definitely wrong and gross what he did. It's not something you'd want to hear about somebody you know having that happen to them, but it wasn't to the extent of the far end, uh, other end of the scale. He did try to come back and do some um, surprise stand-up shows over the last couple weeks. It was a very negative reaction once that came out. From what I've heard, the um, crowd that was there didn't really react terribly negatively. But once it got out into the community, to the the comedic community at large, a lot of people uh, gave... There was a big backlash. Not only did he only stay away for nine months and never really publicly addressed everything other than one apology letter where he said, you know, he admitted everything was true and that he was wrong, but he never did the follow-up, you know, interview or whatever where he talked about what happened. He just went in, did a surprise couple of shows. Didn't really give the audience a chance to choose, do they want to go to a Louis C.K. show? Uh, So I think that played into the factor that he ended up having such a negative reaction with it. I do think eventually he'll be back. I just think it's going to take more time and more of a nuanced approach to coming back. On uh, that other end of the scale, it came out today that Les Moonves is resigning from CBS. He's one of the big executives that have made CBS what it is today. He uh, had a lot of allegations about using his position to do pretty much the same thing that Harvey Weinstein did, where he would coerce women into having sex with him for positions on the, the network. And people like that need to be completely rooted out. He should never work there again. I know a lot of the allegations have been substantiated. So when it comes to somebody like that, I think that's 
that that other end where those are the people that we should be going after and rooting out and not at least not combining the the movement to have all those different people in it if you want to separately go and address the negative impacts of the you know the culture that somebody would act like the way Aziz did in his day I think that there's a, a place for that and there's some uh there's a positive nature into rooting that out and figuring that out but to lump it all in together I think is a detraction from that movement and it's going it, it has shown to be a derailing effect when it comes to taking care of the people like the Harvey Weinstein's the last moon best because people are getting bogged down with the minutia of everybody that you might have felt not great about afterwards being included in the you know the me too movement so that's my piece on it i'm i'm glad that i can say that nobody ever could come out with anything on me i'm very over the top of making sure that i don't cross any kind of business with pleasure and when it comes to my relationships that anything sexual is completely consensual and that if if not only just consensual that they're over the top with making sure that they're happy to be where they're at when it comes to any kind of sexual interaction on a positive note i'm uh, happy to see the weather starting to change it's starting to become fall in michigan the trees are starting to change color uh my favorite season of the year is autumn i i love the the crispness of the air and as autumn approaches to start to feel that cold come in and not just the heat and nastiness of the summer to know that uh, Halloween is around the corner we're you know coming into that Halloween fall hoodie season uh, it's just a great time of year it, it's transitioning to that fun time of fall you know so all the people that love the pumpkin spice it's coming it's that time of year I'm not a pumpkin spice guy myself but if that's what it takes to get fall started, I'll take it. Tomorrow is the 17th anniversary of 9-11. You like that nice segue from the positivity of fall to 9-11? You know, it's hard to believe that it's already 17 years since the terrorist attack at the World Trade Center. And, you know, I was thinking back on how, as a nation, we came together and everybody was one and we were changed forever and we were changed for the better and we we had the resolve and then it faded and uh, we went back to our corners and to hating each other and we used that camaraderie and togetherness to go into two wars that were still trudging on and are still not over that aren't even in the countries that had the terrorists come out of and we never actually addressed the fact that those terrorists came from Saudi Arabia and were supported by the Saudi government we never I mean we we did the American thing we we rallied we came together and we did nothing substantial from it we ended up allowing less freedom we had the you know the different government acts to take away our freedoms and to allow more spying of us and we never really solved the problem and then we went on with our lives like we did before that and we you know we went into our corners when it came to politics and when it came to race and re- religion and we went back to you know 
the hate instead of the love and the you know one single patriotic team and rah rah now we're to you know kneeling at the anthem and burning shoes and cops shooting black people because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and you know the it's it's sad, but I would really love to get, you know, that feeling of togetherness that we had after 9-11. But it, I, I, think, I think it's just part of the human condition that we're going to go back to our tribalism and our, our separation. And maybe someday we'll fix that, but I don't see it in the near future. And I know that's a negative note, but when I think about the terrorist attacks on 9-11-2001, you know, that's what comes to mind is... The initial shock, I remember when I first heard it, I was actually on my way to classes at Central. I was driving over there. I commuted at the time. And when the first tower was hit and the first plane crashed, uh, I was listening to the Howard Stern show at the time. And I know originally they thought it was uh, just a stupid pilot made an error and crashed into the towers. They actually at first thought it was a private plane not a commercial airliner and they were they were just half joking about how stupid you'd have to be to accidentally fly into a building and then just before i got to the campus in mount pleasant the second plane hit and then the tone completely changed and how serious it really was took effect and you could hear the fear in their voice and they weren't sure whether they should just get off the air because they're they do the show from New York, and then they decided, you know, to keep going and keep talking, and it went, it transformed from a comedy show to a serious talk of, you know, how, what's going to happen from here, and what, what's going to change from here, and then that fear, I went from comedy to fear to anger to togetherness, and then over the, those next days, we pulled together more than I've ever seen in my lifetime from this country, and then slowly that faded and you know maybe eventually you know we'll we'll figure out a way to you know heal our country and actually make positive change and not use these negative events as scapegoats to do stuff as a government that I for sure don't support you know maybe maybe we'll figure out a way to you know to move on in a positive way from all these negative things that we've just swept under and held in and not healed properly and not built as a country we we just keep on chugging along on this old rotting social infrastructure and you know maybe before the next collapse of society we'll figure out a way to actually heal ourselves and to better our problems as a nation. When it does come to 9-11, I don't have completely negative thoughts because two years after the event in New York, I had a, a really joyous experience on 9-11, and that was my son being born. He was born a month early, and he was born on 9-11, so it, it completely changed my view of the day like when I first think uh, now of the 9/11, it it's instantly to Liam's birthday, not to the uh, the tragic event, and it's it's just strange to that dichotomy of happy and sadness of thinking of that event every year. Um, and he's going to be 15 this year, so it's weird also to think of all these kids that grew up in a post 9/11 world that never saw the way things were before it 
that only learn about it as an, a historical event and not as a current event or didn't live through it. And, you know, being 17 years ago, you're going to start having com- entire graduating classes that are post 9-11. And to think of that and to think of that we haven't learned enough and we haven't bettered this world for that generation, it just, it leaves you with a weird, a weird feeling of, you know, I really thought we would be further along by now. I thought we would grow. And I thought my generation who was just graduating at that time and just starting off, I thought we would change things and I don't feel like we have enough. Not that our time's up or that we're not making some kind of effort, but we could do better, we should do better. I hope we figure out a way to do better and that we can grow. You know, I I usually like to leave on a positive note, but I'm gonna leave it at that. We should do better. We can do better, we will do better. Let's make a change, whether you know it's a small thing like volunteering in your community, whether it's reaching out to people that think differently than you. Just make those little efforts every day to make the world just a little bit better of a place and to make our nation a little bit better than it was before and to address some of those issues that we've just let sit and fester and pretend that weren't there. Let's grow. Let's change. Let's become better. Once again, that hotline number, if you ever want to leave a voicemail, have questions, concerns, comments, is 920-395-8930. I would love to hear from you. Either way, I'm going to do these. It's such a cathartic experience to get all this stuff out. So I'm going to do them either way. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love for some involvement, but I'm here either way. Also, our email address is the start contrast at aol.com i'll see you guys back on friday take time to think about both the suicide prevention day today and the anniversary of 9 11 tomorrow i hope that you can find some positive thoughts in this week and i'll see you on friday